Hello, thanks for tuning into the Stone Podcast, where we have authentic discussions about life with the purpose of creating better communities for our young men. Hello, everyone. My name is Stone. I wanted to speak briefly about my experience with being in family court and how it really works and what to expect. First of all, you want to try your best, your absolute best to keep it out of the court. Something to think about. And this is what I thought about when I was going to court. I said, what do I have to lose? What's the worst case scenario that could happen? Is this thing going to help me or hurt me if I take this thing to trial or court? And I thought about the worst case scenario and I moved from there. I said, if as long as I get something that is better than my worst case scenario i would have considered that a win and you don't know how things are going to play out in court you just don't know the way you think or what you think is going to happen chances are it won't happen that way but there's going to be some interesting things that's going to happen just think about this for a second we're going through COVID, the court system were closed. Who would have expected that that would be a reality? The process is going to be very long. So people were in court for four or five years already and tacked on another three years. Just think about that for a second. And whatever you go in there for, that's not going to be the thing that you're going to focus on because things are always going to be happening. So you might go in there because you want custody and then all of a sudden there's different allegations being brought up and this happened and that happened and this. This is a mess. There's two things I believe you don't mess with people with. Their kids and their money. And family court touches on both of those things. It's a very emotionally and financially draining process that you're embarking on. The problem is that both people are going to think that they're right. And both people are emotionally charged. Many times when our emotions get involved into things, it usually leads to disaster. It's, it's going to be horrible. You will not be judged by a jury of your peers. It does, it's not like that. It's not even a real judge. I believe they call themselves a referee. If it's a custody battle, your child is going to be appointed a, um, a advocate and they're going to get into your personal business. They're going to come to your house. They want to know where the child sleeps. If the child is being fed properly, there's food in the house. If the kid is being abused. And me personally, I think that can take a real toll on your children's mental health, especially if they're, if they're young. It doesn't even matter if they're young or old. Any kid that's going through that, a third party coming into their life, asking questions and things like that, I just don't think it's the best thing for a child's mental health. The court system is a business and the people that are in the court system, running the court system, whether it's the judge or referee or lawyers or whatever the case might be, they want to get home to their family like everybody else. You're not their main priority. They're human beings at the end of the day. And when they go on lunch, they go on lunch. And if you're not called on the docket for the day, that's just it. 
you got to come back another day. Sometimes they don't come in. Sometimes you got to reschedule. Sometimes it's not in the same um, courtroom that it was in, that it was supposed to be, and you got to look at the board and make sure everything is copacetic as far as where you need to be for the day. And it's terribly unorganized. The courts are good at some things, but they're not good at everything. In some cases, I could see where it would make sense to do the whole court thing and go through the, the whole process. If your child is in danger, I'm going to tell you to go to court. If your child is not in danger and you can work things out and this is just an emotional thing that you're going through, I think you should probably give it some time, uh, maybe a week or two, and really consider if this is something that you want to embark on. Because once you start, it gets horribly messy. Lawyers make the most amount of money when both parents cannot come to some kind of resolution. So they are incentivized to keep up the foolishness and to keep on pulling things out of the hat and making both of your life miserable. Something that could have been fixed with a family member in five minutes can end up lasting two, four years. I've seen people in court for over 10 years. But think about how much time that is, how much time from work, how much money is being missed out and being made because you're in a court system day to day. So just think about it. I'm not going to tell anybody not to, take, not to go to court if they, if they need to go to court, but make sure you're thinking about it before you go in there because once you get in there, it's a whole different thing. Like I said before, this is something that is very emotionally taxing. And when you get in there, um, you have to carry yourself a certain way because yes, it's emotional. However, if you have a good lawyer, they'll make sure to tell you that you have to keep calm and let them do the talking for you. I would not advise you to go into a courtroom, any courtroom um, for that matter, without a lawyer. Um, and it gets very expensive. That's another thing. And many people don't have the resources to continue to fight. And when you see a child and things like that and what they're going through, many times you do want to stop because they don't understand and they love mommy and daddy. And it's, it's tough, it's hard. Another thing that I've realized about going to court, everybody knows each other from the ACS workers to the, to the judge, to the lawyers. Just think about it. This is what they do all the time. I would say it's best to get a lawyer that knows everybody because they can make their deals because they do make deals behind closed doors that you're not, you might not be privy to. And then they come in inside the courtroom and it's a big show. It's a big show at your expense and at your arrogance and at your ignorance and you will pay for it, especially if you are the guy. A woman, I would say, is 85% assured to win custody of a child in a custody battle by just showing up and shutting up. That's it. As long as she's not using any drugs or abusing the child, 
good luck because first of all the child most likely is going to be with that parent and the child will be manipulated period but apart from that ACS has ways to find out if the child is being coerced into um, having a certain view of a certain parent or situation um, so they do have those resources to find out so I would say the best thing to do is do not lie do not lie because they will find out if you're lying and another thing I've learned is do not take advice from your friends especially people that haven't been in the court system I'm not, don't even take advice from me the best advice I could give you is to get a good lawyer and to listen to your lawyer seek counsel with your lawyer don't listen to your mommy don't listen to your dad don't listen to your friends or your girlfriend whatever it is listen to your lawyer until you can figure out what is it that you want to do for yourself and what decisions you want to make if you have to get a neutral party to sit you down and mediate i would say that's probably one of your best options that you could have and then maybe you could write out some kind of paperwork and get it notarized as far as how you are working out a parenting schedule um, for the child i would say that would be maybe your best bet and keep it out of court another thing when going for custody or whatever it is you're going for court you're going to fill out a petition when filling out your petition to go into court you want to be brief but be specific you got to think about it realistically there's probably in one day 30 to 50 people that's going to be seen and you need them to be able to see what it is that you're requesting and asking for in a short period of time if you write a whole essay or something it's just too much for a human being to read so you you just want to hit points and be very specific but brief as to what it is that you're coming to court for that's just some of the things that i'll say to off the top of my head that i think that people should consider before they go to court if you say that the child is the most important thing and that you know you want the best for your child the best thing for your child is to keep them out of the court system you do not want these people in your house it's a horrible thing to be in and that's from my experience it's horrible for everyone that's going there people can get fired from their jobs from going to these things because you miss so many days at work all right and that's going to put you in an even worse position so just think about it before you do it. Um, whoever you're with, you guys were together at one point. I know sometimes people just cannot agree, but if you can, um, I would advise anybody to put their emotions aside and try to work it out amicably. Stay yourself out of the court system. And if you do decide to go, trust me, it's gonna get much worse. Thanks for listening to the Sloan Podcast. To watch the entire podcast on YouTube, please feel free to click on the link in the show notes below.